Hi everyone, welcome back to The Room 5E Cuento with Anna. And so this episode, and because it's still Pride Month, but even though it should be Pride Month every day to celebrate the gays, the queers, the trans, and everyone in the LGBTQIA++ community, I feel like I need to talk about what really triggered me recently as someone who identifies as a member of the community because last Sunday, which is, you know, the day where my parents tells me and my siblings to go to church. And guess what was the topic in church that day where I cannot believe that I actually experienced hearing that in church where even a lot of people agreed that is the topic of homosexuality. Besties, you best believe what this episode is going to be because, wow, may I warn you, some of the things could trigger you, could get your blood boiling just as it did to me. (laughs) Just listening to the words coming out of that pastor's mouth really... Wow, really pissed me off. So basically, the pastor... Now, okay, also, I just want to say that in regards to this episode, I have nothing, totally nothing against all of Christians, but, or Christianity, so to speak, but I do have something to say to many conservative Christians because I will not stand for hypocrisy. I will not stand for conservatives to think or to say that LGBTQIA++ community or to them, just homosexuals or gays, are equal to thieves, besties. Mesties, you cannot say that the wrath of God is caused by the gay people or the homosexuals. Why? By the way, there are many identifications to that, but obviously because they're conservative, because they they have a tunnel vision, they have a narrow mind. And you know, what? I'm not gonna take this. May or maybe I maybe do this, say this personally, have this podcast personally. I mean, talk about this in a personal sense, but. You cannot really think for a second and say that the wrath of God is caused by the gay or homosexual people. You cannot say or blame the community for saying or for thinking that they have denied God's power. That they are gay because they lack God. They lack guidance. And as I've mentioned, I... I will take it personally against people who have narrow minds or who have tunnel vision because why the hell would you think that there is something wrong with being gay, queer, trans, and so on and so forth? Why is it so hard for narrow-minded people, people with tunnel vision or many conservatives, to think or to understand that there's something wrong with that when there really isn't. What is wrong is thinking that it's wrong or that it's a sin 
for that is against God's will for crying out loud. Come on. And in regards to my last episode, because again, recently, I also heard from somebody that somebody told them that members of the community are being loud today. Modern Christians would feel threatened with the increasing awareness of the mem- of the community because they feel like oh they are they are taking away god they are overpowering christianity and making people feel like we are wrong well they are totally not wrong for thinking that because for you to say that that we are being loud because we want attention, because we are separating you from the Christianity, from separating you from the teachings of the Bible, is totally wrong in the sense that you are condemning the homosexuals or the trans people or the demisexuals or the intersexuals or the queer, the gay, the lesbians. People of the community do not lack guidance. That's why they are who they are. You can't say that we're struggling being that. That we lost guidance from God or from your religion or from your Christianity. That is a logical fallacy or in a sense it's pure illogical. Because what's logical is going back to history. What's logical is knowing history and knowing that same-sex relationships were totally accepted before the moral shift to Christianity. Meaning that, that Christianity, which is obviously a patriarchal evolution that's centered on, on patriarchal monotheism, single male God, you know, it, it, it was because of the moral shift to Christianity that condemned, that disallowed, that discontinued same-sex relationships. And I will always emphasize the patriarchy, the patriarchal society, because even with same-sex relationships before, because we've always lived in a patriarchal society, same-sex relationships were totally fine with males, with men. Especially if it was an older man and a young man, the whole term of grooming was totally fine before, especially in Greek culture. But moving forward, going back also, um, how you start to question, you start to wonder, how the hell did Christianity or religion as an institute gain so much power? Well, besties, it's because of one word. Feudalism. So back in feudal Europe, church was tyrannical because there was, you know, papal authority that sought financial gain more than moral moral considerations. And from Frederick Engels, I will quote, he said that the great international center of feudalism was the Roman Catholic Church. It united the whole feudalized Western Europe in spite of all internal wars into one grand political system. End quote. And that is from his book called Socialism, Utopian and Scientific. So basically he was saying that the Roman Catholic Church being that of somebody as a ruling class, somebody who's almost near the crown, someone who's had the same, almost the same level of power from the crown, they 
were the one that had all the power and all the authority to say and dictate whatever it should be dictated that was okay to them. Basically, in a sense, because they were the ruling class, in a sense, okay? Not the right definition, but they were basically that. And when you're a ruling class, that means you have this intellectual force. When you have the intellectual force, that means that you have the power, you have the authority, you drive the intellectual conversation within the community. So because the church, the Catholic church, was basically the ruling class, they had the intellectual force, the intellectual ability to discuss, to teach, to let it be known everything that was being taught in the Bible and led them to believe that that is the truth and only truth and which is right. Take note, this was back in medieval Europe. This was long, long time ago where being an intellectual meant power. So the Catholic Church having the power meant that they were the, you know, the driving intellectual force in the community, in the society back then, which is obviously kind of still seen in our society and especially our country, a Catholic-dominated country. Anyways, why am I saying this? What is the point of having a quick history lesson? It's because I want to point out that the church has always used the Bible or God as moral compasses. They have used the, the, the picture of God or the words in the Bible as, as moral compasses. They made moralism as a tactic to ensure power and authority. So for conservative Christians or for Catholics or for the people who uses God as a reason to not accept queer, gay, trans, homosexuals, you cannot there equate that the members of the community are as equal as thieves because that is one big hypocrisy. So stop saying or using the Bible to quote and unquote heal us. Stop using Adam and Eve as the model of relationships today or forever. Stop using Adam and Eve as man and woman because it's how it should be. Because it's what it's said in the Bible that it is according to God's image and likeness. Stop using the Bible as an excuse to hate us, to condemn us, to not accept us. Because let me tell you, what really pissed me off what really made me walk out during now take note i walked out during the end nap so it wasn't really a big you know scene if anything it was like like it just made it look like that i was heading to the banyo to the restroom but i i dead ass walked out because the pastor really said that sabinya hindi niya tayo inaatake his exact words were, Hindi ko kayo inaatake. Namamalasakit ako sa inyo. Bro, we don't need your fucking pity. We don't need you to feel bad for us. We don't need that guidance you're trying to, to enforce upon us. If anything, 
we'd rather that you leave us alone if you can't fucking accept or understand us. We don't need your Bible to dictate how we should live our lives freely as people who identify as, you know, in your words, as homosexuals. You know, if anything, and actually this also what the pastor did last Sunday was that he provided quotes from prominent Christians who also identify as gay people. And what this pastor did was really disregard them, what they were, who they are. And to me, it's like, if you're, if you're (laughs) disregarding them as gay people, then you might as well disregard them as Christians. And that will just look like one big hypocrisy towards you. Because, you know, because it's really true in that many, there's really nothing wrong with being a Christian, because that's your own set of beliefs. But then again, as they say, and which I totally agree with, if your beliefs are used to affect people in the sense that it does them more harm than good, then that's wrong. You better check out your beliefs again. Reflect on your own beliefs. Because your beliefs as a Christian is your basic human right to be a Christian. In general, being a Christian is your own human right, just as having diff- being a member of a different religion. And that idea, same goes with trying to gain the basic human right of freely expressing our gender identity or sexual identity. And you have no right to take that away from us. You have no right to condemn the community and dare say that they are as terrible as thieves, as adulterous people. If anything, I know and you probably know a lot of straight or heterosexual people who have sinned more than members of the community. Also, going back, kind of remember this um, video that kind of went viral on TikTok a few months ago where there was this Christian girl that posted a video that she basically implied that she's a Christian, but she doesn't support LGBTQ community. And then she goes on to say that she's not homophobic. To me, that was plain illogical. The logic there was literally like, I'm a man. I'm not a sexist, but I don't support women's rights. Besties, come on. Now, I can't really blame her. But because I'm sure she's sweet and kind and nice. But instead, I'm going to blame what? has taught her to believe in that. And by what, I am specifically referring to the patriarchal institution, and that is the idea of religion, the concept, the societal concept of religion, and its beliefs that are hypocritically taught to many people. I really can't blame her, 
and many people who think like her. But, but it all goes back to that question. How do you let religious institutions accept the LGBTQ community? Or have them merely accept that it's okay to be gay? Well, besties, it is a very complicated answer, a complex solution to get to because it's already written in their bloodline. It's written in history. It's written in our constitution. However, the simple, simple thing that they could do, the simplest, probably even the easiest thing that they could do is to stop enforcing that we should be healed by the Bible, that we need guidance. They need to stop enforcing that the Bible is right and that being gay or homosexual, in their words, is wrong. All they really need to do is either to accept and understand us or leave us be. Because if you really, really don't want to accept us or understand us, then please, for the love of God, leave us be. We really, again, we don't need your pity. We don't need you to heal us. We don't need you to let us feel like we lost. We, we don't need you to think that we are lost and misguided because we are not, you know, reading the Bible or we're not going to church or we don't believe in God. God has nothing to do with our sexuality. Who we identify as has nothing to do with the idea of God. So just please, please, stop. Stop the hypocrisy. Just want to point out again that I have no problem with all of Christianity or, or all Christians out there. But... I do have a problem with conservative Christians who think that homosexuality is wrong. And I just want to conclude that if you ever come to a situation where you feel like, or where you're actually in a situation that's similar to mine, where you had to hear really powerful homophobic undertone messages towards you or the people around you keep your cool understand that it is not your fault there's nothing wrong with you you know yourself better than anyone or whatever the homophobic teachings are saying keep your cool because being gay is cool. <laughs> Say that loud and proud. Being gay is cool. Now with that, I'd like to conclude this episode. And it we are towards the end of Pride Month. But again, Pride Month is every day. And we just need to keep being loud. You know, keep being loud. Continue trying to get the awareness we deserve. All right, gays. All right, fruity cakes. Thanks for listening. Catch you guys in the next episode. Bye, Alam.